do addicts and their partners manage or deal with their feelings around self-pleasuring, even if the addict and the therapist in the community feels like it's healthy, it still may not be comfortable for the partner. Um, and and I, I, I can also empathize for any partners that are, are listening. This is really, can be really scary. So the idea, the idea, it's almost like, and you think in um, AA terms, if I'm an alcoholic, you know, let's say my, I, I'm a, I was a scotch man or a whiskey person or whatever. I'm, that was my drink of choice. It, it, it sometimes for partners like, well, so now you're drinking beer, you're having wine. Is that still alcohol? If still is really like, is that okay? So, and I, I can appreciate that for alcoholics, it's complete abstinence. We're, we're never, we're never drinking again. That's, that's the goal. Or that's, that's kind of one day at a time, all that for sexuality. It's, it's just different, right? Because health, the goal is not just stopping our sexuality. The goal is changing our relationship with our sexuality. So that's a healthier thing, but I can also appreciate how scary that can be for the partner because, you know, it feels like you're opening a massive door open and that, that feels really threatening, really, really scary, really unsafe. With the couples that I work with, I really approach this as open the conversation you know, I'm not going to tell you what you have to do and what the right thing is, because I don't think there's a right thing. But I want them to have a conversation. What does, what, what does self-pleasuring mean to him? Why does he want to, or her, why do they want to open up that door? What does it mean for the partner? And are they okay with that? Are they comfortable with that? Do they have fear around that? Is that fear related to the addiction and the trauma they've experienced? Is that concern related to their own personal beliefs or cultural beliefs or religious beliefs? And, and, and let's start having a conversation. You know, I'm, um, when it, I, I, I will tell addicts that it's not appropriate for their partner to determine what their program is going to be, but it's also not appropriate for them not to take their partner's experience and feelings into consideration when they're figuring out their program. And so, and, and their program has a direct impact on their partner. It does. And so I, I want them to have a conversation. I don't, I don't have, you know, any magic answer to any of this stuff, but I've, I find that most couples are able to navigate through that if they're willing to have the conversation and there's, you know, I, I think one of the caveats we need to put in here is, and if there's solid sobriety in place, right. first, first right, of all, right, right. and if the addict is, um, you know, actively, maybe not perfectly, but actively moving into recovery. So they're finding moderation balance and they're not doing the stupid, you know, lying, cheating, uh, telling, you know, you know, going into denial kind of stuff. 